Welcome to episode 41. Today, I will be answering the question, should we do arts and crafts at home? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, it's Danae. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a Q&A style show. Please send me your questions if you have them. You can leave those at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. I also offer individual coaching services if you're looking for more one-on-one support. Today, I'm taking a question from Jess in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jess writes, I was curious what kind of arts and craft supplies you keep around the house and how accessible they are to your kids. My two-year-old loves painting, but she really just likes the sensory experience of painting with her hands, and I have a really hard time with the mess factor. I'd like to give her more creativity and sensory options, but I'm not sure what to try that could be less messy and not require constant supervision and direction. Thanks. Thanks for your question, Jess. With the invention of Pinterest, moms of today feel so much pressure to provide a lot of arts and crafts and organized activity for their kids. I want to tell you that this is absolutely not necessary. If you're not an arts and crafts kind of mom, that is just okay. Your kid can benefit in many, many other ways. I wrote a recent blog post on why I don't do Pinterest-worthy activities with my kids. I'll put that in the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 41. But instead of listing all the reasons why I don't think it's necessary, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what you can do instead. But I also have a few ideas for less messy arts and crafts activities if you do in fact want some things to do. I will tell you that at our house... There's just a handful of things that are available to my kids at all times. Dry erase crayons, which I love, and a dry erase board, and stickers with paper. The rest of our arts and crafts supplies, which include paints, glue, scissors, things with smaller pieces, those all live in clear plastic containers in my son's closet. And I put them there because it's there's still a place that the kids can see them and they know that they're there so they and they know how to point out what they want when they do need those things. So while I love the idea of keeping these activities accessible at any moment for our kids, I'm with you Jess in the fact that we just can't leave everything out all the time. These things do need some supervision. As your kids get older, you can start leaving more out. And I recommend you use a Montessori concept called control of error. And what control of error means is that you only provide your kids with a little bit of whatever the item is so that they can't make too much of a mess, so that they can't make too much of an error. You're controlling the amount of error that they can make. So if they do feel compelled to take a bottle of paint and squeeze the entire thing out onto your carpet, it's just a little bit of paint. So, but just by providing a little tiny bottle or a bottle of paint with maybe an ounce of paint in it, the mess that's going to be made is small so that they can help to clean up the mess and it's not overwhelming. So when you do decide to move to leaving your art supplies accessible for your kids, consider using control of air. That will save your sanity when it comes to cleanup time. But in the meantime, Jess, you mentioned that your daughter really enjoys sensory play and she likes squeezing the paints in her hands. This makes me think of a 
the perfect activity for her is going to be more outdoor play. The kids of today need so much more outdoor play than they're getting. In particular, unstructured, open-ended outdoor play. We tend to spend a lot of time indoors trying to recreate the textures and the sensory experiences that we find in nature. So we give kids a bin of rice to run their hands through, which feels kind of like running their hands through little pebbles. We give them finger paints to squeeze in their hands when really we could just be letting them squeeze some mud in between their hands. Well, maybe that doesn't sound like the cleanest activity. It's also an outdoor activity and the mess stays outside. If you find that your kids are seeking some sensory experiences and they need more creative outlets, I highly recommend outdoor unstructured play. But if for some reason you can't get outside and you do need some specific ideas of things that you can do inside for art activities for your kids... A couple things that you could try are dry erase crayons, which I mentioned. They're just like regular crayons, but you can use them on a dry erase board and erase and start over again as many times as you want. We love these. And by the way, I'm going to put all these in the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 41. Another idea is to do painting in the bathtub. So if you want to do finger paints and that sort of thing, washable paints, doing them in the tub where you can just wash them down, wash the baby down all in one swipe. You could do bath crayons as well so that they get color while they're in the tub. I also mentioned stickers. Stickers are a good thing to have out and available all the time. Some kids really love felt boards so that they can recreate and move the pieces around to make new pictures. The last thing that I'm thinking of is something that I've seen recently. I actually haven't tried this, nor do my kids have this, but there's something called Water Wow. It's an activity where you're just adding water to paper and the colors come out. And I've heard that kids really love this and it can be a great travel toy. Um, So a little bit of arts and crafts, but without the mess. So I'm going to put this list at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 41. But again, I don't think this is really the place to start. I prefer arts activities to be more open-ended. I prefer to get kids outside as much as possible to get that sensory experience. If you're not into arts and crafts activities at home and you don't feel compelled to do a lot of those, then don't. Don't force it. There are so many ways that we can work the creative brains of our kids without painting and without dumping glitter all over the floor. So the takeaway for today is when it comes to arts and crafts activities, you need to find a balance of what works for your family. You need to give your kids some creative sensory experiences, but you also need to figure out what works for you and your sanity. If you have a kid that's craving a lot of art activities and you think it might be related to cravings for more sensory experiences, then get them outside and doing outdoor things. As kids get older and they become more interested in the creative artistic process, it's a great thing to keep the art supplies more accessible to them so they can learn how to handle those properly. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been episode 41. If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, please go to simplefamilies.com and click get started to get on the email list. You also get a free ebook and a short mini course when you sign up. I'll talk with you soon.